Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Now, during an interview with Tucker Carlson uh, that was released last night, the Russian President Vladimir Putin said that he had no interest in attacking Poland or Latvia, saying he would only do so if either country were to attack Russia. There's scepticism among Russia's neighbours about this Russian promise because in January 2022, Putin said he had no plans to invade Ukraine, just days before he sent his army over the border. Well, for some reaction to this, we're joined now in studio by the Polish ambassador to Ireland, Arkady Dzygotsky, and you're very welcome. Ambassador to the programme this evening. Um, I might start with that claim from Vladimir Putin yesterday saying um, that he would fight to the end uh, for Russia's interest but that he had no interest in expanding the war in Ukraine to other countries such as Poland or Latvia. Are you reassured? I recognise this uh, this interview as a part of disinformation, as a part of fake news, as a part of uh, Russian propaganda. Nobody believed Putin any, any, anymore uh, and also we, we shouldn't um, do that because uh, he many times in the in the past uh, so uh, so for sure we have to support ukraine because he promised not to attack ukraine we also have to have better knowledge about uh, history of central eastern europe because putin was saying a lot of uh, fake news uh, yesterday and there was no answer uh, so there's high time to know better history of poland history of ukraine history of baltic states so are, are you concerned then uh, and would Poland remain very concerned about a threat from Vladimir Putin? Poland is very much concerned because of aggressive, imperialistic and colonial, in fact, uh, propaganda of Putin and uh, aggressive behaviour against not only Ukraine, but also many other countries. Uh, it's uh, uh, obvious that hybrid war against Western societies uh, we can observe, uh, we can see every day. So uh, we have to be united, we have to cooperate, we have to support Ukraine and I'm so so uh, happy that uh, so many Irish people, Irish government support Ukraine from the from the very beginning. Uh, also Polish society is very much involved, Polish government is very much involved in any kind of support of, of, of Ukraine mm. because they are fighting for their freedom, they are fighting for their democracy, they are fighting for their independence. I want to ask you about support for Ukraine um, from both the US and and the EU in, in just a moment in more detail. But in terms of Poland's own stance then when it comes to your defence of uh, potential attacks or, or threats from Vladimir Putin, um, one ally of Vladimir Putin, Alexei Zhuralivov, he, he said recently that the Poles have quieted down a bit. They probably started to realise that they are next. Of course, we have no illusions, but we understand that all of them are getting ready for the next stage of war. But I just wonder how seriously and how real you view the threat from Vladimir Putin? For sure Poland played an important role because we are hub for any kind of help, uh, of any kind of uh, support to, to Ukraine. Not only a military one, but also humanitarian one, but also economical one. Um, and Poland plays a crucial role. And also we know that as um, the biggest country in the, in the eastern flank of NATO, we have to uh, spend more money for military service and we wanted to be exporter of the security. That's why Polish firemen are present in many places over, over Europe within NATO. So that's, mm. uh, that's showing that we feel responsible and we want to be a country which really is first to 
help. During the Second World War, we are saying that we were first to fight. Nowadays, we are first to, to help. And if he was to attack at any stage, you're ready? This is a difficult question, but we have to be ready, of course. But we are, we are spending money for military service. We are uh, helping others uh, just to make the situation of, of war impossible and um, that um, uh, aggressive politics will be stopped. Um, your own Prime Minister, Donald Tusk, uh, he was very critical of US Republicans yesterday uh, because they blocked a bill that contained billions of euro in military assistance for Ukraine. Uh, he said, and, and I quote, uh, this is a, a post he put on Twitter or on X, he said, Dear Republican Senators of America, Ronald Reagan, who helped millions of us to win back our freedom and independence, must be turning in his grave today. Shame on you. I I assume that's that's a sentiment that you would agree with. For sure, po- Poland and other countries wanted uh, Western countries united, uh, and uh, Poland, like Ireland, is very pro. European Union, but also very pro-American country. Uh, and we know that all together we are, we are uh, strong enough uh, to, uh, to defend our values, to, uh, to support the uh, heroic fight of Ukrainian people. Uh, and uh, we can on, not only survive, but also we can develop um, and give uh, uh, examples to, to others. Uh, so, so this is the most important, just to, to support Ukraine, mm. to, to be united and to cooperate. Can Ukraine win this war without the US? That's a difficult question because we know that uh, the United States is the, the most important part of NATO uh, and, um, and uh, of course uh, uh, it could be very, very difficult. Mm. Um, we hope that uh, all Western countries will, will support because uh, this is important for future of international order of the uh, future of Europe. As you say, Ireland has been very pro-Ukraine. We've taken in um, a lot of uh, people from Ukraine very happily and, and has extended an awful lot of assistance um, very happily to people coming from Ukraine. But there has been in recent times, you will have seen it in, in uh, national discourse, somewhat of a move when it comes to Ukrainians living in Ireland. Um, and I know that that has also happened in Poland to an extent because you have also taken in many more Ukrainians um, and it has put an awful lot of pressure on your own country uh, and, and relations have deteriorated a little perhaps as, as economic competition from Ukrainian food producer, producers and truckers have, have got angry. For sure Polish society and Polish government, Polish local governments, Polish humanitarian organisations are very much involved in supporting uh, Ukraine. Of course there is some discussions about uh, uh, single market and um, all the obligations which uh, our farmers uh, uh, has and um, uh, what what uh, uh, how the market should be open for the for the Ukrainian uh, uh, farmers agriculture before the the uh, full uh, membership uh, so there's a part of the of mm. the democratic discussions and the protests uh, so we should um, uh, we should as a, as a European Union uh, solve this, uh, this this problems and take into consideration interest of um, of our citizens uh, of uh, our farmers but also uh, of the situation of, of Ukraine which is which is very difficult of course and have there been similar pressures in Poland uh, on housing for example and and services because of the influx of Ukrainian refugees fortunately not and I have to say that that uh, we uh, there is more than two millions uh, Ukrainians. We also accepted uh, about uh, a few hundred thousand Belarus after um, um, protest in 2020. We accepted 17,000 uh, Russians uh, who left uh, the country after the full scale of of, of war in 
before that we accepted also Chechens uh, uh, and I can say that the Polish society is very open towards these um, refugees uh, uh, and there is no no ten tensions. I can say also that Poles uh, appreciate that uh, most of these uh, refugees are um, uh, women with children, mm. uh, and 60% of these uh, people uh, are working. So uh, the then Polish president made a comment uh, in advance of the general election, saying Ukraine was like a drowning person who's cli clinging to the person, holding on to the person, trying to rescue them, uh, and perhaps drowning that person also. Uh, no, I can say that that uh, there there was a political change after the last election, and we are very happy that Polish society is uh, so uh, vibrant, democratic society, and more people voted than before. Um, uh, so there was a, 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 a huge turnout. And but I have to say that in this issue, I mean, uh, when we are talking about Ukraine, uh, all people and politicians, most of politicians, uh, are saying the same. I mean that that we have to support Ukraine, that uh, Ukraine is, is, is very important uh, uh, and uh, Poland is doing uh, our best. Even I can say that, that the, the role of Poland in the first days, first weeks of, of, uh, of the war was probably crucial. Mm. And are you seeing in Poland anything like the anti-immigrant rhetoric that we are starting to see in Ireland? Yes, there is. I mean, there is in many countries. Um, I can say that there is a lot of understanding of the refugees who came to, to Poland from Ukraine, from Belarus, from other countries, um, which uh, they really need uh, help. But there is a big discussions about relocation. Mm. So there is a, a discussion in the media among society. Uh, is it is it clever idea to enforce anybody to go to Poland if they don't want to go to Poland and after that uh, keep the these people by force it's, it's difficult to imagine in in our country mm. so so we wanted to accept uh, these refugees who who really wants to stay in Poland wants to wants to, uh, looking for for uh, for a shuttle uh, for for safe place I wanted to ask you briefly about NATO because as you mentioned Poland is is uh, one of the members of NATO and news today that there's a new agreement between Ireland and NATO which is that NATO members are going to share intelligence with Ireland to help us protect critical infrastructure. Um, a minister speaking on, on Radio 1 earlier today said Ireland doesn't have to give anything in return. We'll, we'll get the intelligence, but we don't have to give anything back. Um, I just wonder, as a long-standing member of NATO, what do you think of that arrangement? No, first of all, it's a good step uh, forward uh, because uh, nowadays we know that um, security is something very, very important. And I'm not only talking about tanks and air force. Uh, uh, Poland is spending almost 4% for, for our GDP, for, but, but we have to mm. in this place of, 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 of Europe. Uh, but uh, security is also cyber security, security is also uh, critical infrastructure, security is also fighting with propaganda and disinformation and fake news, uh, fi fighting with um, uh, polarization, which is uh, uh, unfortunately uh, very often uh, using by our uh, by enemies of freedom. So, so that's that's why um, I, I, I think that closer cooperation between Ireland and other European countries uh, is a must. Uh, and I am so happy that there is uh, such an agreement uh, because, uh, because uh, our enemies uh, are trying to, 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 to disturb in our, in our mm. uh, peaceful uh, development. Do you think it is inevitable that that relationship between Ireland and NATO will grow ever closer? 
I hope so, although, um, although the most important thing is to think uh, ser more seriously about security. Um, because um, after Ukraine, after many other examples, Ukraine is not the first one. Uh, there was a Georgia before, there was many other uh, examples of uh, aggressive, uh, imperialistic uh, and colonial, in fact, uh, politics of, 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 of Russia. So we have to defend um, ourselves and we have to defend uh, and uh, focus more on security issues. And after that, we'll be, uh, we'll be safe. I think, Ambassador, we can leave there and thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you and with very warm invitation to Poland and to Central Europe. Thank you.